Well, good morning. Glad to see everybody today. Welcome to the Church Alive. Come on, let's greet people around us. Would you stand together with me? And some of you are already doing that, but uh, smile at somebody and tell them they look real good on a Sunday morning. Glad you've come to worship the Lord. I know a lot of people are traveling today, kind of a spring break week for some. We're here, though, right? And the Lord is here. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We're going to praise God. Let's join together in prayer as we worship. Heavenly Father, we worship you. We thank you that you are mighty, that you are holy, you're glorious, and we've come to worship you, God. Hallelujah. We worship you. We live to worship you. We're created to worship you. Today, we're not going to get in a tradition or a trend. We're not looking to man. We're looking to you, O oh God, to glorify you. You're alive. You're alive in us, and we're going to praise you. Let the whole house give him hallelujahs. Come on, everybody give him praise. Hallelujah. Let's worship. The lamb that was slain, he's alive. Forever he shall reign, he's alive. Yeah, he crucified him at Calvary.
Shout his name in this place. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless you, God. <laughs> We're grateful. We're so grateful to you, Jesus. Somebody just loving it. We love you, we love you, we love you. Somebody just say, Lord, I want to be where you are. Come on, say it again. Lord, I want to be just where you are. We bless your name. Come on, your voice lifted, your voice. No, I can't get enough. No, I can't get enough. Of your amazing love. No, I can't get enough. No, I can't walk away. No, 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 I can't walk away. <laughs> oh, for I have seen your face. <laughs> no, I can't walk away. I just want to be away. just want to be near your heart. If that's you, just lift your hands up high. Come on. There is nothing like your love. There is nothing like your love. No, I can't walk away. Come on, just lift up your voices and worship. Come on. I can't walk away. Don't stop worshiping to hear a song. 
for I have seen your face. No, oh, I can't walk away. My, 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 my. Come on, heaven, say, I just want to be. I just want to be where you are. Here in your presence. I just want to be in your heart. Oh, there is nothing like your love. No, 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 no. There is nothing like your love.
lift him high. Somebody lift him high. We bless you, Jesus. Come on, would you join with me together right now? Let's just allow the Holy Spirit of God just to flow completely over every one of us. Come on, let's just lift our hearts to Him right now. Come on, just let Him do that. Hallelujah. Just Spirit flow over me now, God. Just say that out loud. Holy Spirit, just flow over me right now. Holy Spirit, just flow over me right now. Everybody do something with me. Would you please just lift your hands to him and just tell him, Jesus, you are the Lord of all. Come on, do that aggressively. Come on. Jesus, you are the Lord of all. Hallelujah. Let's give him big praises of victory now. Can we do that? Come on, just give him big praises of victory. You know, the wonderful thing about the Lord is Scripture says we call upon Him, and He's right there. We seek Him. You, you, you never call the Lord and get a busy signal. You know, you, He's never out of service. You, you go on. He's, he never tells you, I'm, look, I'm working a miracle over here right now, so I'll get to you in a moment. You, you know, like you, you're the next caller on the line. You know, hang on. Leave me your number. I'll call you. None of that stuff. He's right there all the time. Aren't you glad the Lord's working on your behalf right now? Yes. It even gets better than that. Scripture says He knows what you have need of before you ask. Yes, sir. And it's already done. Already. The Lord's not waiting for something to happen in your life and then see how He's going to handle it. He's already handled it. Praise God. And uh, so we went out of prayer today for every one of you and, and many of our church family. Um, Whitney's mother, Valerie, who just recently moved here. Many of you have met Valerie. She had emergency surgery on Friday night, one of the nights, Saturday night, Thursday night. I, I get the nights anyway. So we're going to pray for her. Yes. Believe the Spirit of God to touch over her body as she recovers. We, um, a Trey uh, McCaskill's mother, uh, and believing the Spirit of God to touch her. It's interesting that there was a blood situation there. The same way with, with Valerie. There was a uh, you know, there was a tumor that's removed, but a blood uh, countdown. So we're just going to pray. I tell you what, we're going to pray today that His blood's going to flow through every one of you. Out of that, whatever, whatever's needed there, supernatural, amen. And uh, Dr. O, uh, one of our doctors here, I mean, just great lady, uh, her mother, uh, Sister Alice, who was here for, from Nigeria for many years, and and just recently moved to Maryland. Well, she, she got a promotion to heaven this week. And, and so we're praying for their family. Uh, they're going to do those services later in, in Nigeria. 
So there's a time span there, but we're going to just give them strength and lift them up. And uh, look, here, here's the good news, friends, that we all believe in heaven. Yep. Uh, you know, you just, we, we have services, and many of you have been with your loved ones, but we don't have to keep burying them every day. All right, because they're alive in Jesus. Amen. And, and, and so, you know, it's, uh, they've reached it, and so it's good. It's forever. forever. It's forever. So it's a rejoicing time, and, and you're certainly going to miss her here, but, boy, where she's at, you know, it's a great thing. So, so we're going to pray for them, lift them up, and, and I know the strength and the help of the Holy Spirit's going to be there. Uh, just, just, come on, just reach your hand kind of out there in front of me like this, and let's just take agreement. Heavenly Father, we just take agreement with brothers and sisters right now. Because your word says, where two or three agree, it shall be done. It says, your house shall be called a house of prayer. So many people have come in here today with so many great needs. And, and Lord, you know that. And you're going to touch everybody. Your Holy Spirit communicates to everybody what you want them to hear today by the Holy Ghost. So we come, in, come in, into agreement. It's not by our production. It's not by our performance. But it's by your presence. I thank you for healing completely, Valerie. I thank you that they moved here and have come here to a fellowship of believers that can strengthen and encourage. And so I pray for the entire family today that every one of them are going to be supernaturally touched in your name. Thank you for Trey's mom. And Father, I believe that today that already that prayer of agreement has raised her up. That every person, Father, in their blood today, everybody in their circulatory system, is going to be touched by your blood. Your blood. Because in blood is life. Thank you, Father, for Dr. O and her family and her witness and what she means to the church alive and what an exciting family. It's interesting to me, God, that you brought her mom all the way from Nigeria to, to the church alive for us to be connected. You're the king of the kingdom. And, and Father, I, I know that it uh, doesn't matter where they bury her because she's with you, oh God. Hallelujah. They can put that body wherever they want, but you got her spirit, God. She's with you, Father. I saw I pray. You would encourage that family and lift them up today as we go forward. I pray that in our children's ministry today and our, and our kids and everybody, Father, just be a great, great movement of your Holy Ghost as we move around today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. There's, there's one more thing I'd like for you to do with me. You know, we support missions all over the world, global missions. We've got a lot of missionaries. And, and uh, we've got them. Uh, we're all on assignment. Every one of you are missionaries. It's like Otis. He, he went and ministered up in northeast Arkansas the past couple of days. And what, 15 people saved and healings and deliverances. And hey, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Praise God. And, and, um, and I asked him, I said, are you tired? He said, I'm ready. You know, yeah, that'll fire a preacher up, you know. And, 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 uh, but one of our missionaries, and I'm online now, and this is going around the world, so... I, I can't give the name, and you'll understand it. It's a very sensitive situation. And what, what I can tell you is it is a ministry to Muslims. And, and, and this, this Farsi fellowship um, is under attack. And the enemy is just trying to do all kinds of things there. But people are getting delivered. They're seeing Jesus in visions. And, and uh, I've known this missionary that we support since, since I was a kid. And, and so it's a great, great mission family. And he just emailed me and said, hey, can you have your church pray? He said, please don't, you can't go on the line, but please pray. Can we pray right now that the word of God will go forth and, and have free course? Yes, 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 yes. Can, can you agree with me right now that every stronghold will be broken? 
Come on, would you, would you go with me in spiritual warfare right now? Come on, let's just go. Heavenly Father, we take agreement right now. This request has been made known. The enemy's always tried to bury your word, but it can't be done. Your word holds victory. Your word holds power. And I believe right now it's going forward. It's going forward in your mighty name. Things are shifting right now. The enemy is already defeated. We're rattling the keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. I pray you'd strengthen these believers. Hallelujah. Even under persecution. Your word has grown in the book of Acts. Under persecution, your church grew. So I pray today this church will grow and multiply. What the enemy meant for evil is going to turn for good. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise, everybody. Come on, give him big praise. Hallelujah. Come on, give him great big praise. Not just a little, but big, 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 big praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a moment if you'd like. Uh, I'm going to ask the Zach and Tabitha to bring uh, Harper and, and the Strong family to come. And whoever you'd like to come, if you want your family to come with you, come right on up here, you guys, if you don't mind. We get you up here so we get you on, on good video. Today is a really special day. If uh, you haven't met Tabitha and Zach and Harper, most of you have, but I want you to make them feel real, real welcome to the Church Alive. Would you do that? Hey. Hey, you guys, you doing all right today? Good. She is the sweetest baby, I'm going to tell you. I, I, I know. And, and I, I, I've been watching her, you know, as they, they come in, and oh, got her all bundled up, and all that good, good jazz. And you, she wants to preach, amen. And we're, we're so thankful for you guys today, and what a special day, uh, you know, to give dedication for her. De dedication, you guys, baby dedication is an act of worship. Baby dedication is saying this. Here's what you're saying today. You're saying that Harper is a gift from God. Yeah. You want to come to me? Oh, you want that? Everybody wants this. We'll play. And, and she's God-formed. She's God-ordained. Right? The good news is, the good news is, Harper, you, you know, God formed you, but he let your daddy and mommy name you. Oh, yeah. You know, many times in, in the Word of God, he told them what to name them, right? He said, Mary, his name would be called Jesus, right? And you got to do that. She's God's. I know you had her, but she's God's. And that's what you're saying today, that God created her to be a preacher. Look at this. She's a prophetess. Look at this, all right? And God created her to be used for His glory. You just get to model God in front of her. What God has assigned you to do is to disciple her. Jesus made disciples. You get to disciple her. That's huge. You say, well, you're a pastor of a church and all that jazz. Well, to me, my greatest assignment was to disciple my children. Then after that, whatever happens. This is your greatest assignment. I know you're thinking about provision, what all you want to give her, what all you want to do, how you want everything, but the greatest thing you're giving her is Jesus. Amen. Psalm 127 says that children are a heritage of the Lord. So think about it. How fortunate you are that God created you, her, and let you have her. 
Think about that. I mean, I look at my kids, and I'm glad they look like their mother. I'm glad she looks like her mother, all right? And, and, and that's wonderful. But they're gods. They're not my property. They're gods. Amen. So today, we're going to dedicate this doll, all right? Come on, would you join together with me? Come on, I know you guys just stood up for a while, but come on, you do better standing. Come on, stand up with me if you would, please. We're going to take the oil. You know, in Bible days, well, now I shouldn't say in Israeli days, they just poured a thing all over. Okay, but I'm just going to do this, all right? Heavenly Father, we just now anoint this baby dial with the power of your spirit. We give her body to you. We give her mind to you, her spirit to you. May all the days of her life, I'm just going to do what I see happening. May she eat your word. May she taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. I dedicate this house, this home, this family to you, God. She is yours, God, for your glory. We offer her up to you, God. May she be used mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint this dad. Anoint this mother as they teach her your oracles, the foundations of your faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. We're teething. We have an extra microphone she can take home. No, I don't know. Come on, don't you love his family? Come on, tell him congratulations. We, we have a gift for you. We have a gift for you that Miss Peggy de Santiago, she personally makes these. It's custom made. Of course, we have a certificate for you. I want you to know who Peggy is because she anoints these things, prays over them. Peggy, would you, would you raise your hand back here? This special lady is the one who makes these, all right? And you you got a row with you today, uh, right back over here. Let's, let's make their family feel very welcome. Would you do that? God bless you guys. God bless you. Oh, yeah, Patty? Yeah, sorry. Well, we're so excited. I love what's going on in this house today because we're making declarations, right? We're, we're declaring it into the atmosphere, and so whatever you have need of today, we just declare it out of our mouth, and we'll watch it be done. Amen? Because he has empowered us to do that. And so there's a great spirit in here, and I love that so much. I'm going to ask our church host families if you'll come right now. And, and we're just excited to see everybody in the house today. And I've seen several guests this morning. And so these folks are coming to welcome you today and let you know that we are excited that you're in the house. And uh, so they're going to come down the aisle. And if this is one of your first times with us, we're going to ask you to raise your hand. And they're coming right now. They're scanning the, the different areas. And uh, we ask that you take the card as well and fill that out because uh, we just want to get acquainted with you. And so, again, we're just delighted that you're here. We welcome you. Make sure you get online and see all the things that are available to the Church Alive to help you and your family. Also, those that are listening online, we want to extend our, our love and our, our welcome to you as well. So everybody here at Church Alive, make everybody feel very welcome. Amen. 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 Happy spring. Amen. Anybody else excited and thankful to Jesus that it's not raining today, that it's not cold today? Praise the Lord. I thought we were going to have to call a fast and pray. And man, it feels like feels like spring's finally here. So I'm excited about that. Thankful for the Lord today. Look, we're, we're going to give to God. But as we do, I want to share something with you. I think 
As believers, it's so important for us that our mindset and our thought processes about money and provision and finances are shaped by the Word of God and nothing else. The Word of God and nothing else. There, there are a lot of thought processes and ideas and attitudes concerning money and finances um, that are a part of the culture. Like I went to business school that are, that are business ideas, but the kingdom of God is greater than all of that. And so as believers, it's important for us to make sure that our mindset, our thought processes, the way we think about money and provision and finances is shaped by God and not by anything else. Because if you're, if you're not careful, the foundation of a lot of the, the world's thinking as it pertains to finances is based in fear. That you have to, to plan and, and work so that you won't be um, not provided for because um, there, there's so much idea. Even, even in, um, in business school, they teach you that you can trade in the market based on fear. That, that fear drives the market. And so, um, but God is not a God of fear. Amen. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And so I was even reading this week um, some things about, about Jesus and even how, how he was on the earth. I want to I read a quote to you um, from Chris Ballatin from a book uh, about, about kingdom finance. And he says this, wealth, glory, and power seeped out of his pores. If he needed money, fish brought it to him. If he needed to feed thousands of people at a moment's notice, he simply multiplied a boy's lunch. And he was always made, he always made more than enough, not because he was wasteful, but because he was extravagant. I love that. Look, in heaven, the, the streets are paved with gold. I love it. He said that if he needed finances, he just said, fish, bring it to me. I love it, man. Come on. So, so we need to begin to think in that sort of realm, not the earthly monetary spirit of a mammon realm. Amen? And, and so even, even this week, there's so many testimonies about the faithfulness of God and what He's doing in our, in our community of believers. We got another testimony this week about how that there's, a, there's a couple here in the church that they had been discussing about tithing and giving and, and um, they weren't quite giving 10%, but decided, look, we're going to go ahead and give our full 10% tithe. And it said Monday before noon, they got notified of, of a promotion they didn't even know they were going to get that was a 10.3% raise. Come on, man. God's good. And so, so in, in pertaining to giving, understand that, number one, God is a good father. He is a faithful father. That provision is not something he does. It's who he is. The provision isn't just a part of, of his assignment. It's literally who he is. He provides for us as a father because he delights in us. And, 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 and with your job, with giving, the enemy's greatest goal in your life is to try to keep you from believing the truth about the Father. If he can somehow, through circumstances, make you believe that God's not a good provider, that provision is, is a question for you. Provision is never a question for a believer. Provision is never a question for a son and a daughter. And so I just want to declare that to you today as, as we prepare to give, um, that, that we'll ask the Lord to help us think rightly about finances, about money, and about giving. Amen. Because I believe that there is such increase coming to the, the kingdom of God so that we can do everything that he's asked us to do. The other day, um, Whitney and I were going through a, through a drive-thru, and there was a beautiful young lady um, that, that was working um, in the drive-thru at Slim Chickens. And um, 
she she you know was very friendly and bubbly and and, and she smiled at us and you and she um, had an issue dental dentally and and, and like dentally is probably not even a word but like she was missing several teeth and you could tell she was a hard worker and, and it just hit Whitney's heart she said I want to have so much provision that I can just tell that young lady look I don't know what it's going to take because dental work's expensive y'all know that I don't know what it's going to take but I just want to give you whatever it takes and I want you to go and I want you to have that taken care of you know what I'm saying like like where, where God moves on you and you see someone in, in Walmart you don't even have to have a reason why and you just say because of the love of God I just want to bless you you know, I was reading again this week about uh, a church out in California that, that as they begin to uh, move in the city, that the fire department was going to have to lay people off. And they said, no, don't lay them off. We want to pay for their provision. That, that even after that big California fire that they had, that, that every family's that had their home burned, it didn't matter if they were part of the church or not, they gave each of them $1,000. Wow. That's the kind of stuff that God wants to do in us and through us. Amen. Yes. And so I just want to encourage you today to allow the Lord to, to open your mind even more, open your spirit even more to the kind of provision that is kingdom provision. Amen? Let's pray together. God, we thank you for the stirring of the Spirit of God in this room today, um, that, that you are a good Father, you are a faithful Father. I pray that, that our minds, we are being transformed today by the renewing of our minds concerning finances and our future and your provision for us. I just cast out every spirit of fear from this place in Jesus' name. That where the enemy would try to come in and, and shape the way we think and the way we feel concerning our provision and our future. That you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so we thank you today that you are good and you are faithful. I speak a special blessing, a surprise blessing even, like the testimony we got this week. That you're doing things we didn't even know you were doing. And so we thank you today. We bless you today. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Come on, let's stand together and worship as we give. I'm trading yeah. my sorrows. I'm trading that shame. I'm laying him, laying him down for the joy of the Lord. Come on. I'm trading that sickness. I'm trading that pain.
Now, but before we're seated and we transition, I'd like to just, I feel a moving of the Holy Ghost of what Ryan was talking about there. And, and so I want to say this um, by the Holy Ghost and put it in the atmosphere. I'd like for there to be a prophetic move of the church alive right now. Let me say that again. Come on, I want you to get spiritually aware today. I would like for there to be a, a prophetic move by the church alive. I'm going to say it again. I'll stay right here. Do you get with me? There'll be a prophetic move by the church alive. That's still about 60%. There'll be a prophetic move of the church alive. Amen. Now, if, if there's going to be a move of the church alive, there's got to be a prophetic move in your house, your home, and in your business. Now, um, this, this, this news that Ryan was talking about, about this church in this city, the city is saying this church has taken over the city. And, and that stirred me. It's been in my heart, my mind. And, and then uh, Ryan sent me a clip of the Chamber of Commerce meeting this, this last week. And, and uh, I know you're standing, so I'll make this quick. When I first came to Conway in 1984, it was a small town, and, and I, I thought, well, I, I want to know people in the community. So every week, I picked a major community influencer. I didn't care who they were, and I went to meet them. And so that, that gave me, I'm, I'm not just, I just want to testify this, that, that gave me, for instance, that, that made my relationship with the Tommy Lewis family because I just went by and sat in a cell barn with him. That gave me the relationship with um, Robert L. Ott. Some of you probably now don't know who that is, but that's all of West Conway. And, and I could go on and on and on. Stanley Russ, uh, at the time mayor was Dave Kinley. And I mean, I just, I just went around and, and just w- would meet people and, and talk with them and, 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 and John Hawks and just, and just pray with them. I never, when I visited them, never was after they would come to the church. I was there to say, I mean, I did that with, with law officials and, 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 and all kinds of people. And at the time, um, whether you like this or not, Bill Clinton was, was, was governor, and I was like, um, Governor, what, what would you like for me to pray with over you? And many times I've been, been, been to the governor's mansion, not just with him and others, uh, you know, there for dinner and so forth. And, and so, and I've always kept that quiet. I've never said anything much about that here. But there's a lot of people still in the city that I, I go and minister with and I pray with that they know it's just between us and them. And I'm not going to make a public deal out of it. And there's trust and there's security in that. And, and um, uh, this last week when, when Ryan showed me this clip and I saw this, this, the, the number one entrepreneur uh, in, in this city, uh, I remember years ago, I'd go by his office, you know, and just pray for them. I prayed for their family. I've been in there with, with them in the hospital. I go on and on. And, and his main people have all been great friends of ours. And, in fact, some of them used to play on our church softball team. And, and as I looked at that, and I heard that, the Spirit of God began to move something in me. I mean, for 16 years, I was the, the head of the Minister Alliance. And for many, many years, the Minister Alliance controlled a lot of what happened in the city. Then a lot of things begin to shift and so forth. 
And, and, uh, and so I, I just want to say this. I believe it's time to church alive. And I know we have a measure of this, but really get on with this. And I'll talk more about this later then because I feel the Spirit of God illuminating things into me. That we not just look inward. Not just look about how we're going to do our property and all this. Because you think about it, we're like the third largest landowner inside the city limits. You're not hearing me, all right? We own 37 acres inside the city limits. Are y'all hearing me? Up here in this hill, we're the greatest height in the city. Come on. You, 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 ever, you ever drive from Mayflower on the interstate? What do you see first? You see this sign. You see this water tower out here. We own that hillside, y'all. Okay, that's us. Okay, and and so, but I believe we need to look and say, what we're going to develop here is we need we need to get back into we're going to give to the city. Come on, come on. Find we need to find not just projects, but we need to ask the Holy Ghost. Here's the prophetic move to to show us insight of what needs to be done, not only spiritually but also how we can demonstrate the love of God to our city like never before. Y'all hearing me? Huh? I mean, I, I, I could say to you, the, the Lord's used me in a lot of ways to do things, and I, I never thought anything about it. I just thought I was doing what I, when I first came to Conway, there, there was a, don't take offense to this, okay, there was a minister, there were two ministerial alliances, and I didn't know that. There was one, and then there was another one. And finally, I found out there was Central Arkansas Alliance and there was Conway Minister Alliance. I said, what's that? I said, well, the Central Arkansas is all African-American. And the other one is not. And I said, well, that's the end of that. And I didn't, I didn't tell each one of them what I was doing. But because I had preached in a lot of the African-American churches, because of my upbringing and my background, is is I didn't tell them, I invited the Central Arkansas Ministerial Alliance to lunch. This is back when we had Western Sizzler. And I told John, the current owner, what I was doing. And I invited the Conway Ministerial Alliance. We got them together. And I said, now it's every other one. Come on, come on, come on. And I said, we're going to join hands and pray. And today, we're all Ministerial Alliance. And it wasn't then. So then what happened is when I said, I've been doing this 16 years, it's time for somebody else. And uh, y'all are going to agree with me because we're going to put Cornell Maltbia as the leader. That's how all that shifted, all right? And, and uh, I was at a meeting the other day, and Cornell's down on the hospital board, and this and that and the other, and they were honoring me just a little bit. And I said, oh, no, no, this is for the glory of God. So I, I believe God wants us to demonstrate glory. And I know I'm in the greater realm. So I'm going to get to my message like we've never had before, but we're going to have to see some things, hear some things, and do some things like we've never done before. Yes. It's going to bless your house. How many are ready with me? Instead of just saying we're going to have a, a big conference here and everybody's going to come here, how about let's go there? Yes. Huh? Are, are you ready for this? Come on. I mean, we, we, the Church Alive, you may not have been a part of a lot of things. I should say this for next month because i got a day I want to say some things. I mean, this is back when Toad Suck Days was down at the river. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. And I went to the committee and I said, is there any way we can have some Christian music here? And I took our choir down there. Got a flatbed trailer and choir. When that started what you now call the Days of Praise. 
later on, I moved it to the high school auditorium, and I had um, a Governor Huckabee to come and play his bass, and we did all kinds of things. I mean, all, uh, the things have been happening, like, but we need to do more than that. Can I have an amen, somebody? We, we need to get out here where we can see lives changed. How many are with me on this? All right? There, there's no reason. If, if It all takes is one of us. And I'm telling you, there will be some others that will gather with us. That's right. That's it won't be just the church alive. It's a kingdom. How many are hearing me? It's a kingdom. All right? But if we'll do that, there should be no reason then. There are ministries like that. There, there are homes and I'm, I'm, there are many more. I'm just going to name one. Even places like Bethlehem should never have a need. Bethlehem House should never have a need. We ought to be able to go together and do things like we've never had before. That's right. That's right. There's a, there's a, there's a ministry that happens on Tuesdays, um, and, and it's a compassion ministry sort of thing. But years ago, uh, we had it here. We, we did it all here, out of here. And, I mean, we had... Uh, Tyson Food give us food. I, I go on and on and on. Gary Clark was the one who started all of it through Oasis Ministries. And we decided it shouldn't be just a church alive. We ought to give it away. And now it's a whole other thing that happens to a, a lot of other people. We got to give away more like that. That's right. That's right. That's so right. I felt a shift today. All right. This is prophetic right now. This is a moment we're going to mark right now. And I believe you're going to see prosperity like you've never seen it because we're willing to give it all to God. Are y'all ready? He talked about it, but I'm ready to see it. Are you ready to see it? Are you ready? Come on, let's raise your hand with me. Heavenly Father, we take a, we take, we take a moment right now because I believe it's resurrection season. I believe it's stone rolling back season. I believe it's happening now. I believe I see chains coming off. I see financial barriers broken, social barriers broken, all kinds of things. We're not going to be ministries that just focus on this is the way college is do it, this way you do it. We're going to be the go out and make disciples. They're going to know that we are disciples by our love, by our love. I see it happening now, and I speak it forth in the name of Jesus. This city's going to shake. This city's going to shake. Now speak in the atmosphere. The city's going to shake. Yes. The city's going to shake for the glory of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody give him big praise right now. Give him big praise right now. I just want to prophesy now. The anointed, the abundance anointing is going to take on a whole new meaning right now. The uh, abundance anointing is going to take on a whole new meaning. Let's give God praise again. Come on, give God praise again. Praise the Lord. You may be seated if you'd like. I mean, there's going to, I mean, all of your families are so blessed. Everybody say, I'm blessed. It's like the Eason family back here. They sit back here and you don't, they're, they're great people. And the, the, their kids, they've been entering their kids in all kinds of shows all the time. And their kids have just been winning first place. First, they're boys. Their boys are great, great. They put them in shows, and and um, uh, I, I'm telling you, all all over the U.S. I mean, they are known. It just so happens their boys are dogs, and but they are grand champions, national champions. Uh, you guys, wave your hand. Come on, wave your hand so everybody know who you are. Amen. And, and so, just give them a congratulations. Amen. We'll, we'll, we'll have to put a pickup one day there of, of, your, of your boys, all right? Uh, I, I, everybody take your Bible and, and go to, I'm going to go right to it. I don't want to waste any time. I want to get right to this because I'm going to pray with you. There's a movement happening in here right now. 
I know it's been warm, and, and so people have been out, and you're, today you're kind of like, oh, yeah, and spring break and all that good jazz. But I, I got a word for somebody here today. Who wants to hear the word? Come on, I'm not, I'm not going to mess around with 55 points. I'm going to get right to it. The greater realm, the greater realm, the Spirit of God just keeps unloading things to me for this. But the greater realm, and where do we get that? Jesus said in John 14, in verse 12, and you can read it later, he says, if you believe the works I do, if you just believe in them, you're going to even do greater. Somebody say, I'm going to do greater. Can I prophesy again to every one of you, no matter who you are, what your perspective is, if you have a church background, if you don't, that makes no difference. But I'm going to tell you, your life is going to become more productive than what you've ever thought. Amen. Age makes no difference. I want, I, come on, anybody with me on this? And I'm helping somebody with this right now that has an age problem because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he can do anything through anybody at any time. So you're not too young and you're not too old. Come on, everybody. Say, I'm not too young. Say, I'm not too old. Spirit of God's going to do it. Amen. And so we're getting together in him. The greater realm, there, there's, there's a word in here, uh, is, is full of exceedinglys. Say that again. The greater realm, the realm of where God wants you to live, operate, think, conduct your life, imagine, daydream, have dreams, visions, where God wants you to meditate on, it is full of exceedinglys. Someone say, I'll receive that right now. Now, as I'm giving this word right now, of any part of this, don't you wait to the end to say he's going to pray for me now. Any part of this you feel like is yours, I mean, you just reach out there and shout out, I receive that. I mean, you be aggressive. This is a spiritual buffet today. It's already been paid for. Eat all you want. All right? Okay, so here we go. Now, now remember, he's coming back for a glorious church. Ephesians tells us, 527 tells us, the Lord is coming back. We've covered that. We're going to get into it a little bit more later. But he's coming back, and he's coming back real soon. All right, you got to live in expectation. Don't let, you, don't let you, the world drag you down or drain you. Live in expectation. He's coming back for a glorious church. He says, a church without spot, wrinkle, blemish, or any such thing. The church he's coming back for will be one in him, will not be full of debates, divisions. Amen. Um, I, I've noticed... Here's been a shift. I've noticed it here recently. There's been a shift in what I call church life, not just in the church life, but all over the place. I've noticed it. You don't hear as much of what you used to call church trouble. People yang in over piddly stuff. All right. What I see is happening, and people are realizing the government of the Holy Ghost is the one who governs the church, not the government of people who were voted into position. Amen. Because even, I know I'm saying this, probably in the atmosphere, somebody's listening online to this, even in the book of Acts, when they put what they called deacons and elders in place, they were not there to make decisions. They were there to serve the tables. They weren't there to form budgets. They were there to serve the people. Amen. Amen. And Jesus modeled how to serve. So he's coming back for a glorious church. He's coming back for a glorious people. He's not coming back for a denomination. 
an organization. He doesn't care if you're a nonprofit or whatever. He's not coming back for a building. God does not need this building in heaven. He doesn't need this property in heaven. Are you hearing me on this? He doesn't need your retirement or your savings. He's got it taken care of. All right? Now, and so, but so he's coming back for a glorious people. When the Lord comes back, you're going to be full more, more, you're going to be full of more glory than what you've ever been in any part of your life. So how many believe we're getting closer to the coming of the Lord? Come on, wave your hand if you believe it. You're coming. That means you're getting full of more glory every day. You shouldn't be mediocre. You shouldn't be lukewarm. There should never be a time in your life when you say, back to where I used to be. You ought to be so hot for God right now, you can't even see what it used to be like. There ought to be so much fire and fervency in you and aggression and pursuit for God. Hallelujah. You're not looking back. Because Luke 9.62 says, no one looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Got to put your hand to the plow and go forward. Amen. I've been part of farming all my life. I've never seen anybody plow backwards. You can go back to the horse and the plow or the tractor and the plow. It doesn't work that way, the way the plow's made. Are you hearing me on this? The way the church is made, the way the temple is made, the way that you're made, you're not made to go backwards. The kingdom is made to advance. So he's coming back, hallelujah, for a glorious people, amen. You're gonna be more full of power, more full of the presence of God than what you've ever been, hallelujah. Somebody say it's happening in me right now. <laughs> your business is going to be anointed. Your home's going to be anointed. Hallelujah. Right in the middle of the world of chaos, you're going to be the peace in the middle of the storm. Somebody give him praise right now. Amen. Now then, here's the word the Spirit of God brought me to give you today with all that. Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. You should know this. I still remember as a kid, my dad preaching a message on the Valley of Dry Bones in Ezekiel. Shake, rattle, and roll. Amen. I'm not going to do that today, but, but here's what it says in Ezekiel 37. Let's just start at verse 1. I want, you, I want you to get the picture. Ezekiel says this. Ezekiel's a prophet, guys. And um, he said, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit. Do I have anybody that came today? They would like the hand of the God to be upon you and you be taken out in the Spirit of God. Come on, anybody, just lift your hand and say, I'm willing. All right, this is what happened. Then he said, He took him down in the midst of the valley and it was full of dry bones, full of bones. He caused me to pass by them all around. Now that's interesting to me, but I'm not going to get into that, how the Lord did that. Okay. And he said, there were many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. Um, we've got a lot of hunters in here or people who've just hiked around or whatever. But have you ever seen a, a dry, bleached, uh, bleached out bone? Come on, let me see your hand. Have you ever seen that skull or bone or something like that? Okay. And, and so this is what he saw. And he said, the Lord said to him, son of man, can these bones live? 
In other words, there's no heart, there's no blood. It's just a dump of bleached out bones. And the Lord says to him, can these bones live? Now, you already know the story, so you're answering yes. But I'm challenging you because you're looking at your situation and already saying what's going to happen is it's already over. I came to tell you today that nothing is too hard for God. I came to tell you today that in this greater realm, nothing is impossible to God. So the Lord's asking you about your situation. He said, can they live? So I answered and said, and here's a great answer, oh, Lord God, you know. Smart person. And so again, he said to me, the Lord says to him, in other words, the Lord wants you to do this. Some of you are in this mode of waiting. Say, well, it's going to happen someday. God's going to do it. No, he said, in the greater realm, you shall do greater works. God is equipping you and empowering you. And so he says, prophesy to these bones. In other words, become a fool for Jesus. Some of you need to go home after I get done here and walk around your property and prophesy or pray. Some of you maybe need to drive downtown, drive around the bank. Say, they own me instead of me owning them. That needs to switch. You need to be made the head, not the tail. You need to be made the lender, not the borrower. Amen. Instead of our church applying for grants, we need to be giving grants. Y'all not hearing me on this. All I need is two or three of you to get it together. He said, prophesy to these bones and say to them, what do you do when you say? You get verbal. You open your mouth. You don't just think about it. I want you to see what he, he said. Say, prophesying is saying the word of God to your situation. If you miss everything else I give you today, I don't care about your denomination affiliation. The word of God becomes prosperous in your life when you open your mouth and you speak the word of God. How many hearing me on this? All right. So here's what you do. He said you prophesy. In other words, you say the word of God. Prophesy to these bones and you say to them. He tells them what to say. Oh, dry bones, you're not denying the fact they're dead. I mean, it's business of it's a figment of your imagination. They're not really dead. No, they're dead. Denying the facts does not delight, d- dilute your faith. Amen. Your faith reorganizes rearranges the facts. You're not hearing me on this, amen. Are you hearing me on this? Your faith resets the facts. The facts are real. Cancer is real. Spirit of infirmity is real. But the spirit of God, the spirit of healing is greater. But you've got to release it to that situation. All right? So it goes on to say, you say to them, dry bone, they're there. 
You say, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Let's just do it right now. Let's don't wait till later. Everybody got a situation, anybody? Come on, raise a hand with me right now. You can raise it. Say to yourself, say, situation, hear the word of the Lord. Now, I don't know if you're talking to your gas well, if you're talking to your cattle, if you're talking to your husband, your wife, your children, your finances, your future, what your health, whatever it is. But you're saying, situation, you better get ready, hallelujah, because I got the keys of the kingdom, and greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I'm not going to have a nervous breakdown. I'm not going to have bankruptcy. I'm going to be healthy in the name of Jesus. Hear the word of the Lord. Say it again. Say, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, verse 5, God to these bones. Surely I will call. Here's what the Lord says. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Look at this. He's going to put breath on bones. Then he says, remember, he puts breath first. That's interesting to me because he breathed life into you. Man didn't come up with CPR. The scripture says he breathed into your nostrils. Well, come on, anybody with me on this? Amen. You had CPR of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I got to move on a little bit. And he says here, he said, I will put sinews on you and bring flesh on you and cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Come on, tell your situation, you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied. Somebody said, I'm going to do it. Come on, I'm not going to hesitate. I don't care what the world thinks. Somebody say, I'm going to start prophesying. Oh, you got to do this, all right? Said, so I prophesied as I was commanded. That's huge. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. I said, I can still, just a kid, I can hear my dad shake, rattle, and roll. Hallelujah. There was a noise. Can anybody hear a noise happening in your life right now? <laughs> Woo. He said, I hear a noise, and suddenly, prophesy right now to your situation. Say, suddenly, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. No matter how much the enemy is scattered, God knows what fits where. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. No matter how wide or deep the devil has scattered your situation, splintered it, tried to destroy you, God knows what fits where. <laughs> God was just playing with some tinker toys. Then he said, I, he said I, I, I looked, he said, bone came to bone. Indeed, as I looked, verse 8, the sinews and the flesh, he saw, he saw creation in action. The best I can find reading Scripture, nobody else saw this in the Word of God. But he saw the body being put together. Ooh, come on, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. And so what he saw, he said, I looked and I saw skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. So in other words, he's got these bodies just, just there, all right? And he, said, and he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on those slain that they may live. So I prophesied, he commanded me, and breath came unto them, and they lived and stood up on their feet. And look, here's this word, an exceedingly great army. 
This greater realm is full of exceedinglys. Ephesians 3.20, he shall do exceedingly abundantly above everything you could ask or think. He said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are dry, our hope is lost, but we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold my people, I will open up your graves. You need to get this right now. I will open up your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened up your graves. O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. I say to you, the enemy has tried to bury you. Come on, I'm about to pray. So are you with me on this? I said the enemy has tried to bury your house, your home, your finances, your mind, your spirit, your hope. There are many of you in this room or you're listening online today. Your hope has been lost. The enemy has tried to bury you. But I say to you today, the Spirit of God has come upon you. Hallelujah. And you shall live. I prophesy to you today, your graves are opening up. Your health is being restored. Your finances are coming to you in an exceeding fashion. You're about to be smarter than what you've ever been. Come on, everybody raise your hand if you want to be smarter. You're smart by raising your hand. See, it's already working. Isn't that great? It's already working. Somebody say it's already happening. Now I want you to get this word the Spirit of God dropped in my heart for you. We said all that to say this and we're going to pray. Don't hang on to your hurt. I could name a lot of things today that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the enemy will try to bury you in. Put your mind in a fog. Put your spirit in status quo. Get you stagnated. Begin to put you in, in an area of offense to where you're offended by everybody. We live in a world full of offense. I mean, if you look at somebody wrong, how many know what I'm talking about? Remember when you were in grade school? Maybe you ladies don't remember this, but you men remember this. You ever have a... Another boy say to you, what you looking at? Man, that, that, that's when you say, I'm looking at you. How many hear what I'm saying? I mean, I, I got Choctaw Indian in me. We don't say, oh, nothing. I'm looking at you. How many know what I'm talking about? But today, oh, we're afraid of this and, and afraid of that, and you can't say this, and you can't do this. We as believers, we are not going to live in a world of offense. We're going to live in forgiveness. I came to help somebody today. If you listen to me, if you'll hear prophecy, you won't need those antidepressant pills anymore. You're saying, well, preacher, are you a doctor? No, but I know somebody who is a doctor of every doctor's. Say, are you against medication? No, I took a protein shake this morning. I took some COQ10 and a cup of vitamin D's, hallelujah, after I walked three miles this morning. Say, why'd you do all that? Because I plan on eating some chocolate chip cookies before this day is over. And I might drive through Dairy Queen and get a 99 cent blizzard.
Come on, somebody got to help me out here. Amen. What I'm saying to you, the world, you got to, I'm, I'm probably going to get some emails on this, but revelation coming up out of my spirit. I am not going to let the world define me or diagnose what I need. That cross tells me what I need, hallelujah. And that cross tells me they can't bury me because they couldn't bury him. How do I handle hurt? If this baby we dedicated lives long enough, she's going to experience hurt. You don't want it for her, I don't want it for her. I mean, the day she goes to kindergarten or daycare, three years old, whatever. I, I got a whip in my first day of first grade. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't go to kindergarten. They didn't have kindergarten back in my day. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was optional. I'm, I'm, I'm young, but I mean, know what I'm talking about, all right? In 60, we didn't have, you didn't have to go to kindergarten. It wasn't no deal. We didn't have no daycare. We had a grandma. We had an aunt. Hey, y'all with me on this? We had a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. We didn't, we didn't have all the security problems we have now. My mama told me, don't you come back home till it's dark. Y'all with me on this? We had cell service. My mom at the back door. Dinner! You better not be far because, buddy, you had five minutes. Can I get a witness here on somebody? It wasn't twice. Amen. Oh, yeah, those were the days. Those are good days. I hear y'all joining all these baseball teams and taking people, a bunch of you, out on tournaments today. Don't get offended. Remember, we don't live in offense. Truth won't offend you. It'll set you free. Right, I'll tell you how we did baseball. I got on my bicycle, put my glove on the handlebars, and I, and I rode my bike to baseball practice. If you couldn't ride your bike there, you couldn't get there. I'll tell you about $500 bats. We had one wooden bat. We got a Western, Western Auto, and we, had, we didn't have no batting tape. We had white adhesive tape. Y'all know what I'm talking about? We had one bat. We had to use the tape because the bat was cracked. We had one bat. We had one helmet to the whole team. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Amen. Then, then we didn't all go for snow cones when it was over. We went home on our bikes, took our clothes off on the carport, because if you came in the house with those clothes on, oh yeah, you're going to get hurt. I was in the first grade, kid in front of me, kid in front of me. I went to an interesting school. Me and another buddy, we were the only two white people in the school. And uh, my greatest friends, I'm telling you, that's where I learned how to play basketball. I mean, that's it. I learned how to play basketball in an alley with no net. Y'all with me on this? And the only foul was if you were bleeding too bad, you had to go home to get a Band-Aid. Oh, man, I had a great bringing up. I mean, some of my best buddies, Mike Owens, and I could go on and on and on. I mean, that's how I grew up. But the kid in front of me, the first, the first day, first grade, first grade, he just reached back there and took his ruler, boom, just popped me right in the head. Well, I had a notebook. How many remember you had notebooks bigger than a desk? Three-ring notebook. Amen. The Lord knew I was going to be a preacher, but I wasn't yet. 
Are you with me on this? I just took that notebook. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about strategy. I didn't think about the outcome. Do I have anybody with me? I just took that notebook and just whopped him upside the head. And Miss Lincoln turned around when she saw me right in the motion. I saw her too, and I said, it's going to get it anyway. Bam! She pulled me up in front of the class. Y'all remember those little, those little panels that had a big rubber band on it, little ball for you in it, bam, 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 bam. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Well, she had one of those, and I did this right here in the middle of the class, and she, that's what we called capital punishment. She didn't send a note home. I didn't sign a liability release. Are you with me on this? Huh? You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Are you hearing me? You're going to get hurt, all right? You see, Pastor, did you forgive him? Oh, yeah, I forgave him. And I told him on our way home from school, if you do it again, I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, well, you take that however you want. But I'm telling you, when you get to where you know really what's going on. Oh, he and I became great friends. Mike Owens was a great guy. In fact, I learned last month he went on to be with the Lord. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Ooh, hallelujah. But here, here, here's what I want to tell you. You've got to let go of your hurts. You may have been right. It may have not been fair. But you're a believer. You're a child of God. Amen. It may have not been right for Joseph's family to sell him off. May have not been, he was falsely accused. You have to look it up later by Potiphar's wife. But when they put him in the palace, prison, he was still forgotten about. God didn't forget about him. God wants to heal your hurts, but you got to let go. Let go. Say, well, that was my job. That was my promotion. Let go. That was my property. And our families, in the transfer of properties of people have passed, it seems as though it hadn't happened right. However, God knows what's right. And I determined a long time ago, I got to let go of that. It's not like I'm going to live up there anyway. Are you with me? Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? If God wants me somewhere, he'll put me where he wants me, and he'll make the provision. Amen. If he can make the, if you believe this, I'm going I'm to take a poll here before we pray. I'm going to start this section. I'm going to go this way. you got to vote. If you don't vote, then you're going to stay for a long time today, all right? How many believe, how many believe the story of Ezekiel? Raise your hand in this section right here. Do you believe it? Everybody. How about this section right here? All right. Jimmy, did you raise your hand or you just, you raise your hand. You believe it. All right. I'm going to make sure. All right. How about this section right here? You, you really believe it. You, you believe it. You guys believe this? You serious? Wow. Y'all believe this over here? Everybody? Y'all really want to go home, don't you? This section over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You better believe it. Well, if you can believe that, then surely you believe God can change your bank account. If he can take something the enemy buried and separated and bleached out, how long were they dead? 
I'm going to tell you how long they were dead. They were dead so long, it would take research by archaeologists to figure it out. They've been dead a long time. The enemies tried to bury you with your hurt. Even hurt against God. God, why didn't you do this? God knows. And God will do it because he's faithful. But you got to let go. And you got to let him do it. How many hearing what I'm saying right now? Come on, how many are ready to let go? I mean, today, I mean, it's going to free you. You're going to feel better. If you don't, I say it this way all the time. Your stomach's going to go to hurt. Gonna hurt. All things are going to happen. You're going to go to the bathroom real funny for a long time. You're going to have headaches. You're going to have back pains. It's not because you lifted back buckets that are too heavy. It's because you're carrying something you don't never designed to carry. He said, he has healed the broken heart. He has set the captives free. Years ago, I'll tell you this story and we'll pray. Years ago, I was hurt. I was hurt deeply. And by the way, I've been hurt many times. But I can't tell you how many because I don't keep a record. If you're keeping a record, you got to let go. Burn the record. Y'all not hear me on this? Burn the record. Quit telling that old story. Today, take your grave clothes off. I was hurt. In fact, it was by another minister. And that minister was supposed to be my pastor. And that minister did things that I couldn't believe another minister would do. And it was meant to take my family completely out of ministry. Well, I didn't know what to do, so I just kept my mouth shut. And let me give you a tip. When you don't know what to do, don't say anything. I didn't know what to do. And that's, I just kept doing what I was doing, the disciplines of God. I kept preaching the word. I believed God. And if I hadn't have done that, no telling what I'd have done. Serious. In fact, I had one legal consultant come to me, heard what was happening, say, we can help you. You can own their buildings. I said, no, I'm not that smart. i got to trust God. Just kept trusting God. But God turned what looked like a disaster, and he did it immediate. It was right after that that we were able to purchase this property. Are y'all hearing me? I could go on and on and on. The situations happen. It was after that. All right. And, 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 and when they were linked with that, I, 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 I can tell you stories that you, you don't want to hear. All right. You'd say, Be me, people of God did that. Well, they're people. They're just people. All right. And, and, and so, and, and, and it, it got me. Man, it got me so bad. I was like, it, it was eating me up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, c- c- come on, admit it, somebody. Come on, two or three of you. Eating me up. I mean, mean even in moments I was supposed to be having recreation, I was meditating on what I could do. How many know what I'm talking about? And you, you, your smile leaves you. And then 
I was in a service where he was preaching. I'm going to tell you, I was sitting there going, this is awful. But the Spirit of God came in there. And I don't know what the Spirit of God did to him, but he did to me. He said, I need you to go up there and give him a hug and tell him you're sorry for thinking things against him. And I'm going to tell you, when I got up there, I said, I just want to tell you that I forgive you. Those are my first words. Never forget it. And he said back to me, what have I ever done to you? How many hearing me? Remember that kid with that notebook? Immediately the flesh just flashed things. Y'all not human. Come on, y'all, y'all out there anywhere, all right? See, that's the reason you always want to drive big doolies like I have with that deal in the front because you think about pushing people. But immediately the Spirit touched me and said, do it, do it, do it. And I reached there up there and I just said, I didn't even answer that. I said, I got to hug you. I got to tell you I love you and I'm sorry. And the moment I did that, I can feel it right now. Peace came over me. Vision began to come back alive. See, the enemy tried to bury your vision. It still exists. It's interesting, a little bit later, there was a, there was a nationwide conference and they were asking for, I'm just going to tell you what they said, but, but they were asking for progressive, to send a progressive pastor from every state to this thing. And that guy called me and said, would you come? We became great friends. Later in his life, when he was so old, he couldn't know what was going on in meetings I was assigned to sit beside him and tell him what was going on and take care of him. Isn't it interesting how the Lord said, we became very close friends. You got to let go. How many are willing to let go right now? How many would admit to me there are some things? Yeah, you do have the right to get even on. But the deal is, you'll never catch the devil without the Spirit of God. I'm going to end with this. The Scripture says, if you catch the thief, you'll be returned seven times. How many got that? Come on, how many know that? But here's the deal. You can't catch him on your own. You cannot stop the devil on your own. It's only by the Spirit of God. So you're going to never get over it on your own. No matter the abuse that you went through, no matter what it is, you're never going to get over it on your own. It's only by the Spirit of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that today grave clothes are coming off right now. There's being a spirit of liberty, a spirit of healing that's happening right here in the name of Jesus. I want everybody just to close your eyes right now. We're in a season of resurrection. I don't normally ask you to do that. But those of you that would say, Pastor, 
I've got to let go of some things today. Today I'm moving on. I've got to let go. When I count to three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Let me see your hand. Stand quickly. Stand quickly. You raised your hand. Stand right now. Everybody in the room now stand. Would you do that with me? Come on, everybody in the room stand right now. Do something with me by faith. If you, if you were in a Catholic church, you'd kneel at an altar. By faith, would you just raise your hands as a symbol of I'm letting it go. Come on, I'm letting it go. Come on, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go right now. I'm letting it go right now. That's it. I'm letting it go right now. Healing is coming to you. Resurrection is coming to you. You're leaving the burial site. You're becoming an exceeding great army. An army of victory. Restoration. Greater than what you've ever imagined. Hallelujah. There's a, there's a song we do sometimes, you guys, that says, there goes all my doubt, there goes all my fear. I'm going to prophesy that right now to everybody in this room. As you're letting go, prophesy this. Here we go. There goes all my doubt. There goes all my pain. On the day you rose again, sin no longer stays. There goes all my questioning, there goes all my fears, on the day of reckoning, hope as we appear, there goes all my your spirit come over me you shall live you shall live live in the abundance of life that Jesus has provided my dreams are coming alive my vision is back my passion is back I'm going forward I'm today I'm healed come on somebody prophesy it say it out loud today I am healed
this with me if you would please. Everybody say with me right now. Let's prophesy together. Say in the name of Jesus, I will live in joy and in peace. This moment, I let go of all the hurt. This moment, I receive divine healing. I am free. I am healed. I'm going forward, never looking back in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise, everybody. Come on, give him praise, everybody. I declare over you, you're going to move forward. You're not going to try to get it back to where it was. God's doing a new thing in you. Today you've repented. Today you've received joy into your life. Today as you go about this day, you live in joy like you haven't lived in a long time. Praise God. Give shouts of praise. Give hallelujahs. Hallelujah. The enemy will not bury you. Your promises are alive. Hallelujah. Give him praise, everybody. Give him praise, everybody. Hallelujah. God bless you. You go live in the power of his spirit. God bless you all.